0: Friends, ladies, and germs, and everything in between. This is ghost emoji, and I'm Becca. I'm Taylor. And, uh, yeah, that's Taylor. <laughs> I'm hopping. We're both riding. really tired.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but it's almost like the delirious tire, where it's like I can't wait to be done. I'm so excited with this podcast. So let's please do it fast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> please, I just want this to be over. Yeah. Anyways, today we are talking about like weird internet relics. Mm -hmm. creepypasta internet relics, like, that predate creepypasta. We're going to be reading from our old dead journals. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Speaking of internet relics. No, no, we are not bringing up the Zangas. (gasps) Uh, That is not happening. I forbid it. uh. Jesus.
1: (laughs) This did make me think of that a lot, though, because a lot of these were... Like um oh god I'm gonna have to look it up real fast excuse my my tippity typing but we finally I looked up and we figured out like what this type of story is called because I really got tired of typing in like pre pre creepy pop up pee, pee 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 pasta story help me internet epistolary novel or a put a an epistolary type story which is like a a story that's told in a series of documents so traditionally you know you've got like bram stoker's dracula is you know like through letters and diary entries and stuff like that and this is done through internet stuff so either like in the form of emails um, a lot of them are kind of set up to be like old websites like BlogSpots and angel fire and stuff like that, and and later I've seen a couple of them that have been compiled on, like, Reddit and stuff like that, but my favorite way to see them is is just going to, like, the old websites if they still, like, are archived, because it, it just feels more authentic, even if you know they're fake, but what's cool about some of them is that there was, like, a point in the internet where people... Like, you'll see them leaving comments and, like, trying to, like, help them solve whatever mystery that they're talking about because they didn't realize that it was fake yet. (laughs) Sweet, sweet baby, Which really, really lent to it until, like, some of them, um, like, one of them we're going to talk about, the Dianea house, which I think is how you say it, had the same kind of thing where... The older comments are all like, you know, I think it could be this. Have you ever checked out? Blah, blah, blah. And then later on, it's just like, is this still up? I love your story, dude. This is so cool, even if it is fake. Lol. And I'm just like, get out. Get out. This is a work of art. Get out. You're ruining the integrity. God. Jesus. Get Too out here. Too edgy. Get out. <laughs>
0: you guys know this isn't real, right? You know, Santa's not real either. <laughs> uh... Get out of here, edgelord. But anyways, the reason this all came up is um, our friend Rachel was listening to our podcast. and She was like, oh, gosh, you know, the thing you I don't remember what episode she was listening to, but she's like, it reminded me of basically all these old stories that she and her friend, I guess, used to look up on the Internet. And um, they were stories that were basically written in a way to make them like seem hyper realistic And through, you know, documents and blog entries and stuff like that. And um, I was like, oh, that seems like a really cool episode. So that's where we are. We've got some, like, more current sort of versions that are happening right now, essentially.
1: Yeah. And, of course, a couple of these, like, we're going to kind of talk about, like, what we liked about them. But, you know, we'll we'll link in the description to them. Because that's the whole thing is some of them you really can't enjoy if you are going to enjoy them without like going through and clicking through all the links and looking at all of their cool old scanned photos and and all of that that good stuff. Mhm. So it's kind of it's a kind of a weird medium to talk about these like about but I don't care.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this about this podcast, but we do what we want and that's pretty much the only rule. We
1: just see what works. It's just sometimes you have stuff that you're so excited to talk about and then like halfway through you're like, is this working? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but it's really fun. Um, do you want to start? I guess the one that that our friend Rachel sent to Becca who then sent it on to me um, is an old one. Uh, it's an old like Angel Fire website. And on the internet, the easiest way to find it is to type in Ted the Caver. Uh that's a uh, c a v e r so like a spelunker type thing it's a, it's an old style website like you you come upon it and it's an old blog and it has like a photo of like a, a cave formation and kind of like low resolution a little bit blown out from like flash and it says like enter and you go in and then you just kind of follow the uh what's it called the uh, the pages, and it's set up in kind of like a diary style. It's a little bit longer. Some of these are, and so they can take a little bit of time. But that's part of what makes it seem like it's real, is because this guy is going on and on about caving and talking about all this, what's the word, like terminology and stuff like that. That I'm like, I don't know what this means.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he kind of describes some of the like terminology. But um, something also to be aware of is because it's an ancient angel fire website there's tons of pop-ups so make sure you just exit out of those um don't like follow any of their prompting etc make sure that your pop-up blocker is working
1: oh I say I must have I must have lucked out I didn't get any pop-ups with it oh I got one but... <laughs> every
0: single time I clicked the links but I'm on a Mac so I don't know if that makes a difference but just a forewarning
1: <laughs> I've got I've got a pretty pretty good uh pop-up blocker but But yeah so watch out for pop-ups and uh I had a lot of trouble when I was first reading it just with the the font and like the background like it goes from kind of like this italicized like bright blue on like a black background and then kind of like a gray font which I didn't think would bother me that much but I eventually started to kind of feel like I wanted to just copy and paste it into like a word document because it was really starting to hurt my eyes, which might just be my old eyes, but it, it definitely did lend to the feel of like, oh, God, this is an angel fire website. I didn't have any problems with it, but um, I don't know. But it's it's good. That one is a little bit longer. It's kind of a slow burn. Um, mm-hmm. I I wasn't crazy about the end. I felt like it had a really, really good buildup. And then, you know...
0: The end felt very rushed.
1: Well, it felt rushed and it, and it felt incomplete. It kind of, you know, that was one thing I, I really liked at first about, not just this one, but a lot of them, was kind of this medium of, like, well, you don't have to worry so much about, like, stuff doesn't feel cheesy because it's got bad graphics or hokey special effects or anything. Like, it's literally just a blog and someone talking and it just kind of gives it a like a more authentic feel this kind of like journal entry type but it still suffers from this kind of tropey horror thing which is just like it ends and you don't really know what happens <laughs> and yeah. i felt like it was a big like let down. And so, of course, then I went to go look up because some of these you think it's over, and then you find out there's like a companion piece where like one of their friends picked it up, which is what happens in the Dianea house one. But even then, like, it's just, I think that's part of what's difficult about these is that they are just being run by someone who you know, I guess maybe when they were originally doing it was keeping it up in real time. So this is something that they might have been working on for like months and months and they might have just gotten tired of it. Or, you know, maybe they hit a snag in the story that they were trying to work on. And so sometimes they would just kind of peter out. It was like finding a webcomic you really like. And, you know, every now and then they would miss an update. And then they hadn't updated for like six months. And then they hadn't updated in a year. And then it was just dead. And you're sad because you've got this great story build up. And it's just kind of... Yeah, and it's, you know...
0: With no resolution.
1: Subject to, to, you know, human labor and creativity. And it kind of just runs out. I feel that. So I did look up... The Ted the Caver story was, like, based on, like, a, like, longer prose or something like that, and that one had an ending, and it was kind of shitty, so part of me was like, is it better to have no ending, or to have an ending that's kind of weird and doesn't make any sense? Gosh, I don't know which (laughs) is better. (laughs) Neither? So maybe that's what they ran into, but if you're interested in that one, it's Ted the Caver, and we'll link to it, but... Watch out for pop-ups and be careful of your eyes if you've got old eyes like me. Just copy
0: it and put it into a (laughs) Word document, honestly. Although some of the charm is the Angel Fire website and the, like, Kodak (laughs) camera, like, developed film that he scans in. Yeah,
1: I like that a lot of them weren't even, like, in the story. Like, they're not embedded into the blog post. It would be like, here's a link to my photo. So you'd have to, like, click over, look at that, and then click back to the main blog.
0: It really it it definitely feels like you're back in uh 2002.
1: Yeah, so it was like 2002, 2001 was when it was supposed to be going on. So, mm-hmm. coming to it now, I'm I'm like was it done then? Cuz it honestly almost feels older than that, but maybe I'm just in my brain. I can't remember how awful websites really were in the the early 2000s they were, they were
0: real bad like i mean this wasn't a good one at that time but like they were not that i think if we like went back and looked at old sites it would just it would hurt
1: i kind of want to finish with the diane house since i actually liked that one so i was gonna touch on um the i didn't read that one i didn't the diane house Uh
0: uh-uh, oh. i didn't get any links to it
1: did i not send it to you mm-mm Oh my god. Okay, well, I I'm going to send it to you. I mean, I'm, I can't. I guess you know you won't have time to read it right now, but it's it's very good and it, it has a lot of branching parts to it. This one it seemed very familiar when I was reading it, so I I think I might have read maybe this one like transcribed as a creepy pasta and like a, you know, no sleep reddit thread or something like that. Um Well, before I get on that one, because I actually liked that one, there was another one I found, um, well, found that I was directed to that was called, like, creepywoodsvermont.blogspot or something like that that was a similar kind of thing, and I was really bummed because it was supposed to be about, like, these guys that their friend had bought a house kind of by the woods, and they had found this, like, animal that had been mangled up, and there was, like, weird wood, like, sticks positioned around it and almost like a shrine formation and that they were hearing all these eerie screams and a bunch of stuff about number stations and throughout it there was all these links to old youtube videos that didn't work anymore so part of it i think it would have been a lot better if the if the video links were still working but it also cut off very very like quickly but it kept linking back to reddit where like they would go in and be like well the call sounded like this you know could it be you know an owl and then seeing people actually come in and be like well this is what a you know screech owl sounds like this is what a cougar sounds like and you know there were so many that it couldn't have all just been the guy's friends like helping build it so they really did kind of go into the whole thing of like trying to make it seem like it was real and maybe Dang. it was, but I just kind of take all of these with a grain of salt and assume that they're fake since they were mm-hmm. kind of popular. But, um, but yeah, but Dianea House, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, it's uh, D-I-O-N-A-E-A, and it's it's... V- I thought it was very good, like, because it went in a direction that I didn't expect it to, and then it got way too, like, complicated, and the tone shifted, and then it just ended very suddenly, and I was super, super bummed. But the, the general premise is that it is a guy emailing his friend. It's a guy named Mark. Um, And the website is set up kind of as like a, it opens up and you can tell something bad has happened to Mark because they're like, hey, I've compiled these emails that I received to him in the days, you know, leading up to the incident, um, just in case it helps his friends or, you know, loved ones, you know, kind of figure out what happened and why he did what he did, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes through... And some of his emails, some of it is text messages, which those are kind of freaky because they're much shorter, but it's supposed to be that this guy emails one of his, like, high school friends um, about a classmate they had who had randomly killed these two people in Boise, Idaho, and them kind of trying to figure out, like, why he did it, and him traveling around and talking about how, like, when they were in high school, he had gone to this one house... And after that, he had never really been the same. Like, he didn't act like he was the same person. And um, anyway, it kind of goes on like that. One second. It's kind of, I don't want to, to spoil too much about it, but it's like, he goes to this house and then later on, like, the house starts showing up in other places, but it's the exact same house. And so it's kind of this idea, like it talks about the whole Dianea thing has to do with like a Venus flytrap, because I guess that's part of like the Latin name for it, but pretty much like these houses that like siphon off people's energy and use them, but they're in different places. And it's just a combination of websites and blogs and emails and stuff like that between all these people who are trying to get to the base of it. But, but it, uh, it sadly kind of peters off at the end but i thought like it was it was pretty well done for the most part cuz like it's a combination of like websites like there's a live journal in there somewhere there's a regular blog and like it switches between a couple people and then by the end it's the blog of like this homeless lady who had lived in one of the houses at some point and then it just completely kind of cuts off and you know we know for sure that that one isn't a real one and the guy who authored it was actually, I guess, like, in talks to make it into a movie, which might have been kind of interesting, and then something with that fell through. But it was just... I don't know, like, it got me really into, like, the idea of, like, trying to make a story with non-traditional means. But it's hard, because, like, since blogs and stuff like that, like, when I think of blogs now, I just think of, like, places where people post, like, look at this cute outfit I have, you know, look at this recipe I made and my beautiful photos of it. <laughs> I'm like, I never really think of blogs as, like, a like an online journal or anything like that. Like, online note-keeping. Yeah,
0: not anymore, anyways. It's it's changed so much since now it's seen as, like, a way to create, like, ad revenue and, and to try and, like, supplement your income. And, yeah,
1: it's definitely a way to, like, monetize con- content. Yeah, so...
0: It's much different now. I, I do miss, like, the early internet, but at the same time, I would not trade <laughs> the modem speeds for, uh, no.
1: Yeah, that's asking a lot.
0: <laughs> nope. Just, nope. Mm-mm. I'll take whatever whatever our, our blog overlords will give us, <laughs> uh, as long as I can keep my weefy.
1: But just think of how the scary can come to you at a much faster speed now. Which is actually, I was kind of, I didn't mean to to come to that point, but it's changed, but we're starting to kind of see that again in stuff like, um, if you like creepy stuff and you listen to our website, I feel like there's probably like a 60-40 chance that you have not heard of Dear David. That's kind of what that reminds me of. Like, that's kind of, when when it first came up, I was like, this is probably fake, but I mean, it's great storytelling.
0: Oh my God, so effective. Um, I felt bad because the one that you sent me, like, I guess it's just because it was sort of difficult to read, um, but it didn't feel quite
1: as, like, effective as Dear David. Well, yeah, because I, um, in in addition to Dear David, uh, around that same time, I had come across, um, a Twitter that, it was originally in Spanish, so the thread that I read was a translation, so that also kind of took me out of it, but it was um, one by Manuel Bartual, And it's an interesting story, but I couldn't get as into it. It's, like, about him going on vacation and, like, seeing the same man everywhere and basically kind of creates this weird, like, inescapable, like, hotel sort of scenario. It's It's pretty good, but, I mean, the guy continued to use his Twitter and everything after that, so it kind of like he shouldn't be able to update based on the end of his story, <laughs> essentially. So mm-hmm. like it was it was interesting storytelling, but I feel like if you really want to commit, you're gonna have to get a new Twitter.
0: <laughs> I mean, that seems like the the least you could do if you really <laughs> want to commit. To be honest, but I guess he was just like, eh, mm-hmm. that was good. That was a good time.
1: But dear David, is you know, and and that was part of what it. It was weird to wrap my head around at first because I didn't make the connection right away, but that guy's Twitter, I mean, I see his little comics and stuff everywhere. It's always- Everywhere. Yeah. Is his name Adam Ellis? Yeah. What's his Twitter handle? At Moby Dick? Is that what it is? Moby Dickhead. (laughs) Moby Dickhead. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of like, I was like, obviously he's probably taking advantage of the fact that he's got a pretty good following- And I don't know why he's decided to go from posting, like, these little snarky comics to being, like, a horror blogger. But, you know, it's whatever. It's fine. These are just photos. Anyone could make it work. But I don't know. Like, I'm like, is this what it was like to be in the middle of, you know, the Dianea house when it was first coming out? And being like, is this real? He's posting pictures and stuff. Is this real? Like, he's got videos. What's going on? Well, that and, like, the
0: worst part is he hasn't updated since November 6th. Mm. Like, that update that he did of the pictures of Dear David. When he was, like, asleep? Yeah, yeah. (sighs) Honestly, Dear David freaks me out more than anything that I've read in a long time. So, if you haven't read it... That's what I'm saying.
1: It's so good. But if it's real, we're fucked because there's a real ghost. Yeah, for real.
0: So I'm choosing to believe it's not real, and he's just incredibly good at uh, weaving this tale. Ugh,
1: can you but kind of, like, so... summarize what it is, like, if anyone is, is interested in it? Like, what oh, to... i not mean, I guess you can't spoil it, because it's not, like... It's not a story. It's just a thing this guy is going through. But I can't remember if it was you or Cherie. One of y'all sent it to me, and I... Mm, thanks a I'm lot. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure.
0: But, um, basically it's this guy is living in this apartment and he has this weird dream where this girl appears to him and is like talking about how um dear david's gonna appear to him and he can ask him i can't remember if it's two questions or one question and if he asks any more then dear david will kill him and um he says dear david is this little boy with like a caved-in head and so the next night he appears to him in his dream And he asks him more than one question, and after that, he starts having all these paranormal experiences in his house. Um, There's videos, there's weird pictures, like, um, out in the hallway, his cats would, like, meow at the door.
1: At, like, a very specific time for, like, several Uh days in a row. And, of course, in my skeptic brain, I was like, okay, that's a great trick. He's taking a photo of them. We don't know what time he's taking it, you know. He just put some treats outside. But he showed videos, too. Mm-hmm. he shows the time, which, again, I know all the stuff can probably be faked, but he's going a very long way to do it.
0: It's just, I mean, and then he has videos of when he's out of town and, like, furniture moves, and it's just,
1: honestly... He takes, like, an Instamatic, like, he talks about how he, like, this one, like, his outside of his front door or something, like, where the cats were meowing at was freaking him out. And so he would, like, open the door and take a photo of it. And even though all the lights are on, it would always develop completely black. And it would on digital cameras on his phone as well. Like, I think that's why he did the Instamatic, because he was like, just so no one thinks that I'm just, you know, submitting a blank file or whatever. And then he does a video of taking the photo and then showing it develop into nothing.
0: (laughs) It's really eerie. And then the most recent update was just, it was like, it really freaked me out. So I definitely recommend checking it out if you want to spook yourself. It's it's kind of long, but I mean, it's all Twitter-like updates, so it's not that hard to get through pretty quick.
1: Yeah, when I was trying to kind of refresh myself on it, just since he hasn't uh, updated in a, in a second, um, I think he has like a Storify or something like that on the front page of his Twitter that kind of compiles all of them, but... I don't know, you're gonna, like, live tweet, uh, this man being killed by a ghost in his house. Or outside of his house, because that's the thing, is it's very involved, like, a lot of the experiences happen in his house, but there's one where he's, like, walking down the street or something, and there's, like, a warehouse with, like, this lone, like, chair in it, and I don't know if the- I can't remember what the significance of the chair was, but it's just all this stuff happening in all these different places, and- whoo Especially, like, because some of the first times that he appears, I guess, is supposed to be when he thinks he's experiencing sleep paralysis.
0: Yeah. And
1: sleep paralysis, for me, I don't experience it very often, but the couple times it has happened is, like, the closest I've felt like I've actually seen something paranormal. So I'm just like, if he thought this was sleep paralysis, and it's actually a goddamn ghost. (laughs) how many times have I been like, there's nothing in my room standing next to me that I can't turn my head and look at because I'm literally paralyzed. It's just sleep paralysis. You know, it's not real. Dear David's not real. It's fine. Oh, but yeah. So I would say if you are easily like spookable, be careful. Cause like it is, I am not afraid of many things and I love dear David, but like, I'm not about to go look at the photos he's taken of him when I'm home by myself. <laughs> at night Mm because they're very uh that one i think Shuri did send to us like in our little bioware hell chat and it was nighttime and i was just like god how dare you how could you do this to me
0: why would you do this
1: Uh, yeah but anyways it's it's very good
0: but it will spook you real bad Mm
1: mm-hmm I'm glad that that kind of storytelling, if it is a story, I'm so sorry, Adam, if you are being killed by a ghost. I'm not trying to make light of it or make it an entertainment, but it's it's just very, it's something. It's, oof. It's, it's real scary. But yeah, I love stuff like that. And even though we're kind of, I guess, done researching this for the moment, if you've got any thing like that that you want to suggest to us because there were so many that I felt like I could remember but then when I would go try and find them a lot of times they were just a plain old like reddit thread or something like that which you know we were trying to stick to stuff that was like actually set up as an old website or old emails kind of trying to stick to this this whole uh style or whatever it's called but it's a really interesting way to to tell a story so I don't know. Maybe I'll make a fake blog and write a scary story.
0: Do it. Do Take some it. scary
1: pictures in my house.
0: If anybody knows of any other, um, whatever that word is, stories that they want to share, mm-hmm. feel free to send them to us. Or you can email them to us at emojipodcast at gmail.com.
1: Yeah. So if there's ever anything like that that you want to send to us for, like, suggestions and stuff, but you're shy and you don't want to, like, tweet at us, that's the best place to send it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you can just say hi. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Send us your spooky pics. I'm going to take a picture of Elvira and, like, invert it. And that's going to be the cover of my scary blog. That sounds good. <laughs> I mean, very effective as I'm well. I'm going to take a picture of her when she's yawning. So it looks like she's yelling. Ah. Perfect. Perfect. <sighs> but we'll, uh, we'll put links to all of those in the description for the blog. And, um, oh, the blog. My fake blog. <laughs> for for uh, for the podcast. And um, we will try our very best to do something for the Thanksgiving week, but um, it's uh, going to be kind of a busy, silly time. So just with traveling and all that, we may not get it together. And if we don't, we hope everyone enjoys whatever they do, whether you're traveling or just staying at home and uh, doing nothing because, yeah. I like Thanksgiving, but uh, it can kind of suck. So if you are not doing anything, just uh, listen to podcasts and have fun, I guess.
0: Play a video game.
1: Yeah, play a video game. Get a haircut.
0: Go dancing.
1: Live your life. I'm going to be getting my haircut, not before Thanksgiving, but, but eventually. And I'm scared because I'm getting some, some length taken off and I'm getting... My first cool color since I was a redhead like five years ago. I believe in you. It's going to be good. I'm scared. What if I look silly? What if I look like Oscar the Grouch? If
0: you look like Oscar the Grouch, it's okay.
1: <laughs> Is he cool? I
0: don't think you're going to. Yeah, he's cool.
1: Okay. We have, we'll have red hair and we'll have green hair like, like Christmas. Like Christmas, yes. Oh, my Christmas Perfect. Mm-hmm.
0: Together we'll be the Christmas buddies. Uh-huh. Do you have something else to talk about?
1: No, I was going to see if you had anything that you wanted to recommend or if you had, like, watched or seen anything. You keep talking about Ghosted. You want to tell everyone how much you love Ghosted? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I still actually um, need to watch that. Maybe I'll watch the first episode tonight before I go to bed.
0: I really love Adam Scott, who played um, Ben on Parks and Rec. And um, when I saw that he was in a show with uh, the guy who plays Daryl and... Craig Robinson. That's his name? Okay. I, can't. I think so. I don't remember names.
1: Because he was in a failed sitcom called Mr. Robinson. I think it was Aww. based on that thing where it's like, it's his real last name kind of thing.
0: Mm. But The only reason I can remember Adam Scott's, lot, or Scott's name is because um, we went to high school with an Adam Scott.
1: There's a lot of Adam Scotts. It's
0: apparently a very common name, but I'm terrible <laughs> with celebrity names. But anyways, it's um, Craig Robinson, right? Mm-hmm. I'm 98% sure. Craig Robinson and Adam Scott. And it's like a paranormal procedural, so they play kind of like, it's kind of like a buddy cop show, but I don't know, it's like just X-Files, really... Like X-Files,
1: but less high stakes, funny? Yeah, well, it's it's very
0: goofy, and like, they're both really great in it, and I don't know, It's it's sort of, it's not something that's challenging to watch by any means, but it's nice. It's just kind of like a, oh, this is a little spooky, but mostly silly. But they talk about scary stuff. It's cool. I
1: feel like considering most of the other stuff I watch is either, like, very heavy or, like, extremely melodramatic, I could probably do with something a little more lighthearted and spooky in my life. It's very easy to digest. Less Exorcist and Mindhunter. More ghosted. I want to watch
0: Mindhunter, but I have a feeling it's going to upset. I've been listening to a lot of my favorite murder And Ryan doesn't like it because I get super, like, paranoid about everything when I'm listening to it.
1: Well, I mean, it's better to be informed about all the murders, I guess. They're out there. (laughs) Yeah. I just listened to
0: um, an episode where Georgia and Karen recount um, an episode of I Survived about this woman named Jennifer Moray. And that was really frightening because of like all the twists and turns um but she survived but she survived it's episode 33 if anybody wants to listen to it it's the second half it's really like the story is very intense it's like amazing because she's so badass it just there's a lot of like twists and turns in it where you're just like holy shit like you're on the edge of your seat the whole time Mm -hmm. it was really 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 good
1: Man, I wish I had something good to recommend. I'm glad you had like two spooky things. I'm gonna pretend one of those is mine. Okay. You know what? You should watch. <laughs> it's really great. It's episode thirty three of <laughs> my favorite murder. Yeah. Now, did I watch or do anything scary this week? I feel like I always do at least one thing, but I haven't. I just watched mm. more of The Exorcist, the TV show. I still need
0: to watch the second season.
1: It's It's been pretty good, although it took kind of a weird... Not a weird turn. It was a very unexpected turn for me, and I don't know if that says more about my ability to see twists or its ability to, to trick me into thinking that it wasn't going to have something kind of silly, but I don't know if I love the way that they're handling the twist that I thought was initially going to be good or not. Mm. But I still really like it, and... It's got a lot of cool people in it, I guess. I don't know. I I really like it. I know it's not for everybody, but I would say for a second season of a show that I was kind of iffy about at first and didn't really understand why they were making a TV show of it at all, I'm pretty happy with it. That's a solid review. (laughs) And I would say for Mindhunter, it's... I enjoyed it. I just the there's one kind of thread going throughout it that doesn't pay off at the end and I didn't know why they didn't do it if it was like why it was in there at all and uh again I didn't really love because you know of course there's like a main lady girlfriend character in it and I wouldn't even say so much that they make her unlikable but they just kind of like the flaws that they give her I feel like they don't really like explain why she would do the things she does. And they don't, I don't know, sometimes just the writing for some of the women is kind of one dimensional. But they're like, well, no, we make them Mm. tough and independent. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, just because someone's tough and independent doesn't mean that they also have times where they're kind of vulnerable. Or, you know, they became that way because they had to, you know, because they're in like a male centric role or whatever it's always kind of just like i was born an independent woman and i'll never stop being an independent woman
0: yeah i think a lot of writers struggle especially male writers struggle with that whole like no she's a she's a strong woman and they misunderstand the idea of like a strong woman being just a like interesting flawed well-rounded you know character Mm -hmm. not necessarily a strong woman because you can be a strong woman and not be like tough as nails yeah, you can and... still
1: be soft and kind and cry a lot and do yeah. whatever you normally do so i don't know i go between being like well at least i'm guess i'm happy if they're going to be one-dimensional that they're you know smart and kind of you know what know what they want in life as opposed to being like she breastily walked down the stairs her breasts swinging in the breast wind
0: and she turned <laughs> to a man and said what should we do and her
1: breasts knock him over what should we do? I'm so aware of my breasts right now. That's what she says. <laughs> oh,
0: so I was listening to a speech by... <laughs> <sighs> okay, I was listening to a speech by Reese Witherspoon, and she was talking about her production company, and um, she was like... You know, there's always those moments in, like, old movies where a woman turns to a man and she's like, what should we do? And she was like, have you ever heard, like, a real woman in real life turn to a man and say, what should we do? She was like, no. She was like, every woman I know is very opinionated on what we should do or what they think we should all be doing. Like, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. She was like, I I mean, like, just think about the, like, mother instinct and stuff like that where women will be like, okay, this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. And, of course, I mean, there's always a man who's going to be like, I don't think that's logical. But, you know.
1: I guess I have turned to Mark before and been like, what do you want to do for dinner? Yeah, that's a little different. What should we do? What should we eat? We're so hungry.
0: (laughs) I'm talking about in, like, a high stakes situation. (laughs) I feel like there's not that many situations where they would be just totally out of ideas as to what to do <laughs> just coming up empty mm-hmm. god what should we do
1: also in like the first 10 minutes of mindhunter uh there's a full frontal male nudity and no. uh a, like a pretty blatant suicide oh so mm. it, it starts off rolling i feel like Netflix has kind of gone like the HBO way where it's like, how fast can we get a penis or a boobie or some some real intense blood and guts up in here?
0: I mean, I'm glad that they're showing wieners because HBO still doesn't show dicks very often.
1: Yeah, I remember one time I was kind of trying to explain that to Mark and he was like, but how is more nudity going to fix it? And I was like, no, not more nudity, just equal. Like, if we're going to show like f- a thousand hours of boobies... And vaginas, like you got to be willing to to show the wieners. Like if you can think of a reason why a boob needs to be in the scene, you should be able to come up with a reason why there needs to be a penis in the scene. Because if you can't, that means that there's just a boob here because they're like people love boobs. This is titillating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get out. Go to bed. <laughs> the delirium. Go to the bed. Delirium has I, hit me. I can't believe you said these words to me. I can't believe you did this. I, I, oh god we're done i can't believe that was what drove anyways, me over the edge you anyways <laughs> if you want to follow us
0: if you want to follow us or give us a review or i don't know just keep up with us you can follow us on ghost emoji show on twitter you can we're we're on podbean and itunes and not google play i don't think i
1: don't think we are i've never signed up for it so if we are i don't i don't know how how that work Cass signed us up for it on uh magical ladies
0: so you just go and you just sign up i guess i think you have to get approved but she signed us up i'll take a peek
1: at it and see if if there's any way if that if that would help people see us but i said i was gonna say hi from some of the people who actually left us reviews because i was like no one left us any reviews with any names on them i don't know these people let me see. We've got... Well, then get crackin'. We've got three named ones. Should we do all three? Yeah, just... Let's just blow our whole load. Oh, God. Let's just shoot our wad. Here we go. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you left us a review and I just said those words before I said them. I'm also holding three fingers up like the Girl Scout honor because oh, I'm perfect. counting them on my honor. Okay. Um... Okay. Oh my God, my brain just (laughs) immediately filled in. I will try to blah blah blah. I can't remember all of it. I was not the greatest Girl Scout. Okay, but these are all very sweet reviews. One is from Nala Rhodesian. Says I'm loving this podcast. Looking forward to more episodes. Definitely give it a listen. They know what they're talking about. This person (laughs) is an expert. Their headline was spectacular, and I trust them. And I approve of that. It's perfect. Um, yes. the next one was from The Impossible Girl which I like cuz even if I didn't love all of uh, Stephen Moffat stuff I just really liked her. She was nice and smart as a whip and cute as but How could they do this to you? How could how could they do this to me? <laughs> this one I really like. It just says All the spook perfect. <laughs> but I really like I one. love it. And the headline on that That's one was just good. awesome. I guess I should read the headline first. Um, and the most recent one is just says the good stuff from Lucy Four. this podcast uh, podcast is great for when I need my fix of the heebie jeebies, which just made me feel really good because sometimes I forget like I listen to a lot of this stuff. And I guess because I'm, I'm not scared by a lot of things, I forget that some of the stuff we talk about might actually creep people out. But as long as that's what they want, I am happy to provide a little bit of uh scary stuff for anyone anyone out there.
0: Hello. I'm just Hello. here Hello. to Hello.
1: be a shit. So uh, well it's almost that That's... time are you gonna are you gonna be good? We just had all those nice words from people who listened and took the time. Are you gonna gonna read those and then and then be a, a turkey lurky, huh? Are you gonna be sweet? She's going to be sweet. I could feel it. Come on, Becca. You can do it. Just say, stay spooky without swearing.
0: Stay spooky.
1: (laughs) Is the microphone, like, in your mouth?
0: Stay spooky.
1: (laughs) I'm so proud of you. Alright, well, stay spooky from me and my sweet, sweet co-host, Becca. Have a a good rest of the week. Bye-bye. Grrrr!